Welcome to the Lifting Lindsay podcast. Today I have I have my friend Shannon Missimer on here, and I'm really excited to have you. I really am. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So the podcast, I, I talk a lot about fitness, but the podcast really is about overall health and wellness. It's more than fitness. Funny, Alex is the one who named the podcast. I was like, what should it be? And I was like, lifting Lindsay. <laughs> That's it. Keep it all together. <laughs> Keep it simple. And he goes, no, no, I think you need to have it be more than fitness. And I loved that. Yes. yes. I love that because in my mind, fitness is not about just the physical, yes. but it's about spiritual, intellectual, emotional, and all of that comes together to really create a balanced, happy life. Yes. Right? Yes. So I have Shannon on here because I love your story. So we met at some like random dinner. That's right. That's right. And it was put on by the neighborhood. And I truly believe that God had his hand in us meeting. I felt the same way that day. Yeah. I am so glad. Okay. It wasn't just me. I felt the same way. Yep. I, I loved meeting you and your husband. And um, I have talked about how I'm an introvert on my podcast before. Like Lindsay is an introvert. If I fool you on Instagram, I'm sorry. You do a great job. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I can, I can, it's because it's so safe, right? It is so safe. You know, introverts, when we find our passion, we can go all in. Yes. I'm with you. Are you an introvert? Very much so. Yes. You yes. could have fooled me. So we do a good job. We <laughs> are so good. Yes. We're just fooling the world over here. Don't even know what they're getting. Yes. <laughs> Little do they know that we have to go home and recover. Literally. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love it. But I normally don't go to those events. And they, they kept sending me emails saying, or text messages saying, like, come to this dinner. And I'm like, I'm going to change my ways. Oh, I love it. I'm going to get out of my show. <laughs> And when we left, I told Alex, I'm like, I think we were supposed to go for that. Like we were supposed to connect. Make me cry over For one reason or another. I really do believe it. I really did. I love it. I love it. And that was a last minute invite for us. Like we weren't supposed to be there either. Oh, really? All of our neighbors were getting together because we had just moved in like a couple weeks before. And they're like, we're having a dinner. You guys are welcome to come. And we're like, sure. Might as well. And it was awesome. Yeah, I felt the same way when we met you and Alex. It just, I felt like there was so much to talk about already. You know, it was like yeah. we met. It was very, very cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. I loved it. And I heard a little bit of your story then. And since then, I've heard a little bit more. But um, you have a business that is centered around gratitude, which I feel like gratitude is one of those key pieces of overall health that is so ignored, but when you find it, it just changes things. Yes. Right. Yes. So I would love, I feel like your story will resonate with a lot of people. So just share, share that, share a piece of yourself with us. Sure. I'd love to. So I'd say this journey started, it's crazy. It's like five years ago now. You know, I feel like every time I tell the story, it's like three years, four years, but it's been about five years. So I am a mom of three, uh, but at the time I had two little girls and I was a stay-at-home mom and just 
in the thick of it, you know, as we all get. Uh, but at the time, my oldest was, she was three and our youngest was about eight months. And I mean, our oldest, she was a trick baby. I don't know. I don't know if any of yours were trick babies, but she made me feel like I could literally parent anything. Like I was like, I've got this. Mm, like yes. all of my tools worked with her. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> an amazing you are mom. so good. I've got this. Yeah, I can handle this. <laughs> so I was like, okay, baby number two, like this is going to be so simple. And our second child has just, she's been a gift since she came to this earth. And it's just taken her more time to adjust. And that first year was just, it was just so intense. And you know, she had acid reflux. And then, you know, we think she had allergies. There's just so many things that just kept adding up where she just could never be comforted. And, and so I was the only one that could really support her. And it was just exhausting. And it was one of those things as a mother where you're like, okay, it's my job to keep this this child alive. So I was just giving everything that I had. And I just got to a point where I lost every bit of myself. I was just giving everything to these babies. And I just got to a point where I felt like most of my life, I could always find the good. You know, like I was always exercising, eating healthy. Like these were always important things to me. And I could always dig out, you know, like if I ever got, if it got, like intense, or I felt like I was in a tough spot, I could, I could have tools to dig out. And I think this was the first time in my, in my life where I realized I didn't have the freedom and flexibility that I had before. And I realized that I was, something was still missing. You know, I was still doing those things, but I was missing out on, yes, this was like a super intense time of my life, but there was also some like there was incredible things that were still happening. You know, like I was, I still had two beautiful babies. I was married. I was in the house of our, our dreams at the time. You know, there were so many incredible things that I just realized that I was missing. Um, but it's kind of a funny story now, but I remember it was when I was like very much in the thick, thick of it. And I remember Matthew, my husband came home and he was like, you know, I was, jumping, you know, everything that went wrong that day, he, you know, he's had a hard day at the office and, and he's like, how's your day? You know, I'm just sharing everything that went wrong. And he just kind of gives me that look and he's like, he's like, you just you have to be more grateful. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you're telling me I have to be more grateful. Like, who are you to tell, you know, like all these defensive things, like I am grateful. I'm telling everybody I'm grateful, you know? And, and for some reason that just stuck with me. Like I couldn't mm. shake it. And I was like, how could he, you know, so much like, how could he say that? Like what's making him say that? Like, why is this sticking out for me? And it, after a little while, I just realized like he was right. Like I had lost sight of all of this good and just everything that was still beautiful in the life that I had. And so it was really at that point where I realized like nobody's coming. You know, nobody's mm -hmm. coming to shift this for me. Nobody's coming to change this for me. Um, and it really became like, okay, I have to make a choice to, to do this differently. And I decided that I was going to start getting up before the kids and I was going to make time for myself, whatever it was. And I knew that I was just going to start every day with gratitude. I didn't really understand all the benefits of it. I just thought like, how can you go wrong if you're starting your day, you know, trying to find good. Yeah. Um, and it was, 
it's literally became like the simplest, most transformational experience that I've had, you know, and, and it literally became something that I would get up every day and I would, um, gratitude journal. And I would just, it just started to, I could feel things shifting inside. You know, like I felt myself getting lighter. I felt myself laughing at things that weeks before I would be crying that they were happening. And, um, just finding the joy in these beautiful moments that I was missing. And can I ask, um, yeah. was during this time, were there, did things become, did the situation change? No, no. And I think, I think that was like the mind blowing part. I was like, you know, there was still the tantrums. There was still waking up in the middle of the night with my daughter. There was still, you know, being in the thick of everything. And none of that was changing. It was literally the perspective of the situation was changing, not the actual experience. And I think um, that's the beauty of it, you know, because yeah. where before I could just change where I was it's like, okay, if something's not working. I can go here, do something differently. And um, it truly was just incredible to see and to feel it. And I think exactly like you said, I think the reason why I'm so passionate about gratitude is we think of it as an abstract thing sometimes, but when you practice it, you can actually feel the the physical change in your body that's happening. And it was so mind blowing. I was like, why isn't everybody talking about this? You know, like yeah. why aren't there all these people going out and, you know, sharing, talking about gratitude and, and creating these opportunities for people to feel gratitude? And um and so I think that's why I've become so passionate about it because um, like you said, like the physical piece is so important and the, the eating, the physical and, you know, the, the mental, all of them together is just, it's beautiful. And like, that's where life can happen and that's where we can truly experience it. So yeah, it's been, it's been a beautiful gift to me, how I see life now. It's been a beautiful gift to my family. And I know um, that that was the beginning of such a shift in how we've decided to live life and kind of experience life and, and, yeah, build a business fully surrounding gratitude. Yeah, that is, that is incredible. I want to talk a little bit more about um, what your morning routine looked like. But I it, earlier today, I was on a call with ten other coaches. I'm part of. I'm doing a new like mentoring program, and one of the coaches asked. Yeah. I, I have a mom who every single time I tried to get her to make some changes to become more healthy. She always says, well, I can't because my kids, this, 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 and this. And it made me think a lot of times, I think people are using children as kind of the out of because of how my children are acting or even because of how my spouse is acting. I can't show up being my best self because they're not showing up being their best self or, or they even throw themselves into some facade of a hero role saying, well, I'm, I can have nothing for myself. My life just has to be miserable. My health has to be miserable because I am such a good mom that only they matter. Yeah. What are some of your thoughts about that? So this is kind of what this coach was bringing up and these thoughts that were coming to me. Yeah. And it's funny because I feel like that's the exact position that I was in. You know, like I was like, I'm doing this Mm -hmm. for them. Like, like 
this is for them. It's worth it. You know, all these things. And that was the perspective that I had. And I think what I have come to realize over and over again is every time I take care of myself first, I am such a better mom. Like I am such a better mom. Like it's, it's literally in making that one little shift and taking care of myself first, I can handle the situations with my kids, not push it off. You know, like there's some, when we're all heightened and we're stressed, instead of actually listening to what our children are saying, you know, we are saying, you know, it's not important right now. We'll deal with it later. And we're, we're not even having the conversations that we want to have to help our kids grow, you know? So I think that for me, has now built my own conviction when I get in those mindsets, like, okay, I have to take care of the kids first. It's like, no, you know that it doesn't work that way for you. So mm-hmm. just like take care of yourself, make the time and every single time it's worth it. Um, but I think initially, I feel like sometimes I can only speak for myself because that's the experience mm-hmm. that I've had. But for me, I had to have that hard conversation with myself. And it's like, you can keep doing this. Like you can keep, you know, sacrificing and we you know, catering to what is being done here. And you can wake up in 10 years and have missed out, you know, like you, mm-hmm. you could have missed out on this time. And, and quite frankly, if you don't care for yourself, are you even going to be here to care for your children? Like it, it almost got to that point where it's like, if you're doing all this for them, then taking care of yourself is the best thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, the tough love, and I think especially in motherhood, there's, there's something very rewarding to say, I'm taking care of the next generation, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm taking yeah. care of my kids. Um, but I think, you know, I've come to learn for myself that we're not, we're not serving either of us if we're doing that. And we're not putting ourselves literally on the top of our to-do list. Like that's, yeah. that's um, been over and over again, what I've seen. But it's funny because I, I have the same conversation with a lot of moms, even talking to them about gratitude journaling or, you know, meditation, anything like that. And it's very much that same conversation of, I don't have time. It's like, I guarantee you, if you do this, you'll have way more time than you had before. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to be more productive. You're going to like be able to focus on things because your mind's not in 50 places at once. Like yeah. you're actually getting intentional with your day, getting intentional with your thoughts. So that your time is going to look so different because you're not so all over the place. So yeah, it's like, how can you get people to feel that, like feel that impact in their life to be like, okay, I get it, you know, mm-hmm. like, but it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, it's, I feel like that's a dialogue that I'm seeing constantly too. having. Yeah. And I, I feel like some people genuinely believe it's them thriving or me thriving Yeah, and there's no in between. Yes. And, but how I view it is I want us all to rise together. Yes. I I don't want to, you know, I I heard this story and I bring this up with all the sensitivity in the world because when I heard this story, I just got choked up. It was so hard to listen to. It was about on Lake Pell in Utah, a mother had drowned because she jumped in to save her toddler. And she was holding the toddler up, but she didn't know how to hold herself up oh. at the same time. And so her child survived and she, she didn't. And I just, I remember crying, thinking that was so heartbreaking. Sometimes I think that we think that that's the only way to do it. 
And it's not. We can learn tools so that they can thrive and we can thrive. And how wonderful to be able to extend that to the next generation, to have our children, have my daughters be able to watch me thrive and cheer me on and I watch them thrive and I cheer them on. And it's this give and take because we're a team and we're in this life together and we're rising together. And I want to show them by example, how we can all rise together. And it doesn't have to, I think that that's a false story. We tell ourselves that if I take 10 minutes for myself, that it's somehow taken away from them. I can tell you as when I was a child, I remember thinking, I want my mom to find something. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. watching my mom and I, I love my mom to, to death. But I do remember looking at her thinking like, like, what more does she want to do? Yeah. Did, what, like, does she want to do anything more? And it kind of sent me on this path of, I want to, I, it encouraged me. I didn't want to do that. I, yeah. I wanted to be a mom, yes, yes, but I also wanted to not lose myself. Yes. I, I feel like this life is about us all growing together. Yes. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. I do believe that there is like this undercurrent of, yes, like this has to be a sacrifice, right? You're, you're in motherhood and now it's time to sacrifice who you are. And like, we all have to lose ourselves to, you know, find ourselves. And I think it's, I couldn't agree with you more in that. It's like, I think we are given such an opportunity in the world that we live in to be mothers and, and to follow our passions and follow yeah. our dreams and to do things. And yes, I, I feel like the pendulum swung, you know, like where it was mm-hmm. so much of, we've just swung in the direction of like, I don't feel like I got what I needed from my childhood to now, like I'm going to give my children everything that I ever wanted. And there's not this in between of like, okay, how can we all, yes, make sure that we're cared for. Like if you think about on the airplane, it's like, put your mask on before you put your kid's mask on. Cause like, if we don't put our mask on, we're not going to have any air to breathe to be able to actually take care of them. So like, it's the same thing in life. Like we have to put that mask on Mm -hmm. and we have to make sure that we are caring for ourselves. And in addition to what you're saying, like, Yes, your your children are seeing by example that they can have that too. You know, you're not just saying like you can do whatever you want in your life. You're showing But them, I'm not doing yeah, anything. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm make not sure. gonna, yeah. Yes, exactly. You're like, I'm doing it. And guess what? You can too. And then that's what they will know. And then there won't be the you know the guilt of wanting to go for something different because they saw you do it. Like it's it's incredible. And that's to me, that's as empowering as you can be as a mother, you know, to to raising your kids and, and showing them like Yep, I said you can be anyone, and I'm doing it too. You know, this is how we're going to do it. So I think, yeah. And I've also seen, I've seen some mothers actually build resentment towards their children. Yeah. Because they're like, well, you can do whatever you want now. I can't do anything. And so sometimes when I have clients who tell me, um, well, I can't do that because of my kids. I'm like, is there a little resentment there? Well, no. And then they kind of think, (laughs) oh, "Uh, yeah, actually, I do resent that my husband gets to do what he wants to. I do resent that my kids do. And and so I'm like, there shouldn't be resentment, you know, and and I love that you brought up the two extremes. 
because you do, you have the extreme of the mother who's like, well, this is my time. You guys kind of fend for yourself. Yes, those people exist. I highly doubt the mother who's afraid of becoming that mother is going to become that mother, right? Right. The, the, The fear is too great for you to actually become that person. But those people do exist and the child resents the parent. And then on the other side, you have this this interesting thing of the parent does self-sacrificing, giving everything to the child, think nothing of themselves. And then there's a little resentment because the child is getting everything. But also there might be a little resentment from the child because maybe the child wants wings to fly and you're hovering so tightly that there's a little resentment going both ways, right? right? Yes. So it's like this happy <laughs> ground. Yes, yes, yes. So we've got to find that happy ground. And I really do love teaching my children. And, and I say this to them. We all rise together in the Parker family. We all rise together. There are going to be times when, Elsie, you don't like dancing, but you are going to go and you're going to cheer your sister on because we're going to rise together. Yes. And there's going to be times when it's like, mom, I don't like that you have to do that podcast right now. Um, because I wanted to jump on the tramp and I'm like, look, now's my time. Yes. Like we're all going to rise together. And, and the we'll same thing at home in the mess around. It's, I, yes, I, it's I do. Yep. I love it. Cause I feel like this is a good way to teach children healthy boundaries yes. and a way of flourishing as a family where we all are a real support system to right. one another. Yes. And, and the more I watch my kids, like our youngest, he's three and when he knows his role and he has a job, he is so happy. Yes. Like literally, he's like, what do I get to do? What like, what can I clean up? You know, and you're mm-hmm. like, okay. Like, and we, I think we forget that. Like, like, that's, they want to be a part of something. And when they feel like they're on the team and they're not just, you yes. know, watching from the sidelines, there's so much more empowerment for them to then yeah, take ownership of, of their journey and actually find things that they love and, yeah, and find a companion that yes. will likewise, yes. because that's all they knew, right? And yes, they, exactly. all they knew was a family was a support and they all rose together and they're going to find a companion that does that as well, because yes. they won't be happy with anything less. Yes, exactly. Yes. That is a gift. It is a real gift. So I want to go back to your journey when you said, I loved that you said that you woke up a little bit earlier because I feel yeah. like some mothers we're reactive. Yes. We are waking up yes. when the school bell's about to ring, yep. where we wake up high cortisol, go, go, go. Like I've got to get my family going, going, going. And it's like, whoa, 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 you you need to like you can't do that. You're going to literally wake up in fight and flight mode mm. and you're gonna carry that throughout the rest of the day. Yes. But you made a sacrifice to get up a little bit earlier. Talk a little bit about that. What did that look like? Yes. So I was somebody who I hadn't been setting an alarm. I was literally waking up with the kids. And exactly like you said, I felt like I was getting attacked by a bear every morning I woke up. (laughs) Like it was that much, like you could just feel the cortisol like pulsing. Cause it was like, cause I'd wake up to one of them screaming, you know, cause Mm -hmm. there's never a calm wake up when they're little kids. (laughs) No, it's true. So it's literally like, like the house is on fire, you know, there's so much screaming. So that's what I was doing. And I just got to a point where it's like, I, I have to take the power back, you know, like I have to do this for myself. And so, um, my youngest was waking up around five thirty, six o'clock at the time. Yeah. So it, was, early. it was early. Um, and 
I said, okay, that first day I'm going to set an alarm for like five minutes before she usually wakes up and literally just setting that alarm and being able to put my feet on the ground and like take those first couple steps before anybody else waking up. I was like, even this in and of itself is magical. You know, like it's mm-hmm. like the shift of exactly like you said, responding and being responsive to actually just setting the tone myself and saying, okay, it's a slower pace. And then I started to set the time for half hour earlier. So I would get a half hour to myself. And the first couple of days, it was hard, but it started to be the best. Like I would go to sleep early because I was so excited to wake up earlier. And I was not a morning person. Like I was never a morning person. Like you could ask my husband, I've always been like last minute, wake up, like set the alarm, hit the snooze. And, and starting at that point, I was like, this is just, it's my time. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is awake. The house is quiet. Like I get to sit in that, like actually sit in those moments of gratitude. And then for me, what I added to my morning uh, routine, I added meditation into it because I wanted to get deeper into the present moment. You know, like I was like, gratitude happens in the present moment. And I want to actually feel what's happening in the moment, not be caught up in the anxiety or the fear. And meditation has been the tool that has allowed me to dive deeper into that moment Mm -hmm. and feel it. And so did you use an app? Did you do it yourself? How did you first, because that's always the question is, how do you get into meditation? Because I think meditation is so misunderstood Agreed. that people are like, I'm just going to sit here with my legs crossing. Like, what do I do? Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, so it's funny because it was kind of gradual. So I had done the gratitude journaling for maybe a week or two and I started to feel shifts and feel calmer. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to try meditation. I tried it before at our local gym. We went to like an hour meditation class. And, oh, wow. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> and it was my husband and I and a lot of older, it was seemed to be an older community. <laughs> and the guy next to me fell asleep and was snoring. And I was like, I can't focus your snoring. The whole time <laughs> I was like trying to listen to the guy who was leading the meditation and then heard the snoring. I was like, this is not for me. I'm not mm-hmm. coming near this again. This is not for me. My body started to calm. I feel like I was getting out of that fight or flight. Like, okay, I'm going to try it again. Can I do it on my own terms? So I actually found a gratitude meditation. I just Googled like gratitude meditation. And I found this great gratitude meditation on YouTube. And I did that over and over again every day. For like oh, two that's weeks. awesome. And then, yep. And then that slowly, um, I just started to explore it. I just found great things on YouTube. And um, there's so much free so content much. out yep. there. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. So it just kind of um, led down this path of exploring. But you're right. It's so over, <laughs> like meditation is thought of, uh, I felt the same way. I thought, you know, I was going to have to like sit there and never have thoughts going through my mind. And, you know, mm-hmm. there was going to be this happy, joyful nirvana all the time, you know, mm-hmm. but um, it's been a tool that I have used ever since. And it is foundational for me just to, for me, I, I have a hard time getting grounded. So I'm very much in my head. Um, so meditation, I do a lot of body scans and it actually like brings me back into mm-hmm. my body, which I love. So it kind of, gets me out of the thought patterns and allows me to like feel like I'm rooted into the ground. And that's what I use it a lot for. Um, if I find myself feeling a little, you know, frantic or overly thinking. So do you use it throughout the day then, or is it just one time a day? So I, I always do my morning meditation and then I find that 
now that I've just been doing it so often, like if I have a break in the middle of the day, it won't be so much guided. It'll just be more kind of checking in and making sure I feel rooted. And, um, and sometimes I'll do an, a night meditation also if I feel like I need a little something before that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. Talk to me about the, the gratitude piece. Did you ever keep a gratitude journal or what do you suggest for people? How, how do how can other people experience what, what you did? Yeah. So for me, I've always found that there's something about putting pen to paper because mm-hmm. I had heard people say like, yeah, you can think about what you're grateful for. I was like, yeah, I see that. But for me, it was something about, yes, the gratitude. There gratitude is journal. something yeah. about it. I'm sure there's a research out there, there proving that yes. we are right on this, that yes. there's something about pen and paper. Yes. And and so that's what I did. I got up and I was like, okay, I'm going to write five things that I'm grateful for every morning. And like the first day I was like, I got nothing, nothing, nothing's coming to me. <laughs> but Matt doesn't know what he's talking about. You don't need to work on yeah, gratitude. Like, fine, <laughs> but I got nothing. So yeah, I was like, so funny. wow, I have to sit in this a little bit. Wow. Now, nothing's coming up. So that, that first day, I, I remember it being hard. And you're you're like wrestling with this, this thought of all of it. Um, But I was like, I'm committing to doing it. I'm doing it. And so after like two days, it just got easier and easier. So right now, if, if we're not really focused on gratitude, we kind of spend our days looking for things. So if we're starting our days with news and negativity, that's what we're going to see throughout the day, because we're Mm kind of setting that tone. So and our bodies can kind of wire that way, you know? Yeah. So uh, what I was finding with the gratitude practice is the more that I did it, the more I was finding things to be grateful for throughout the day, because that's what my mind started looking for. So mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, look at that, you know, beautiful bird sitting on the fence. Like, I'm going to yes. write about that tomorrow. And then that became like kind of more of the game throughout the day. Instead of looking for what wasn't working, it literally shifted my perspective and, and my focus became, okay wow, look at that. That's beautiful. Like this is something else that I can be grateful for. So it became like this, this new snowball in a, in another direction, which was really cool. And then that's when I was like, there's gotta be science behind this because, um, I was feeling physical changes, you know? And, and I think that's where, um, I think so much of that gets overlooked too. It really is incredible that we can retrain our brain. Yes. So whether we're born a little bit more of a negative Nancy or the home that we were raised in, just kind of maybe our parents, siblings, we're always just focusing on the negative. Our brain has now then been wired to look for it. But the, the beautiful thing about our brain is neuroplasticity, that we can literally rewire it. So when people put themselves in a box and say, and I do it all the time, here I am like, I'm an introvert, (laughs) right? When, whenever I say I am, I am whatever, fill in the blank. We are, we're putting ourselves in a box. And there was this talk that I went to uh, this past weekend, I went to a women's conference and I just loved it because this woman showed all of these I am statements that women make. Mm. And I am fat. I am ugly. I am stupid. I am not enough. I am all these things. And she said, when we do that, we forget who the real I am is and how Christ, God referred to himself as I am. That was the first name that the Jews knew him by. 
And we are erasing that. And so instead, we need to be empowered by who he is as daughters of God. I am beautiful. I am brilliant. I am struggling. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, I am like, I'm working through it. Yes. yes. You know, I am a progress. I haven't figured it out yet. Yes. I love the yet. I love the yet statements, but yeah, I just love that. So now you have built a whole business empowering people to step into gratitude. Yes. So what, what is that? What does that look like? Yes. So as you were asking about like the starting point, I felt like for me, there wasn't one, you know? So like, I feel like so many people are, you know, talk about, well, you got to practice gratitude. You have to do this and you have to do that. But I never felt like there was a place where if somebody said, okay, I really want to do this and I want to get intentional with it. Like, where can I start? Mm-hmm. And so that's what we have wanted to create. We've created a starting point for people who can truly feel the impact of intentional gratitude and being present in their life. Um, So the initial part of it is we've created a 28 day gratitude initiative for people so that they can be guided and supported, but do it in their own time in their own schedule, make it work for them um, and really give them that space to explore it and feel what it will actually do in their life. Cause it's very easy to say to somebody like, you just need to practice gratitude. You know, like as we're talking about, like mm-hmm. it's easy to say to people, like just be more grateful. Right. But yeah. it's like, if people don't get an opportunity to experience it, you never know the benefits of what it can do. So, well, it's like fitness. Everybody exactly. knows exactly. that they should be working out. Everybody knows yes. that they should be walking, that they should be getting in their water, that they, but sometimes it just takes a little push or a little, I don't know, some type of boot camp or something. Yes, exactly. To just like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be immersed in it and I'm going to feel the power of it. Yes, exactly. And that's what I've equated it to because it's like you think about when you start a new fitness routine or you start a new like nutrition diet, like you actually get intentional with it. You're like, okay, I'm going to invest my time. I'm going to invest my energy in it. Like you set an intention to focus and, and really dive into that because you know what it can make you feel and you know that like the outcome of what it can do. Right. And I think with gratitude, it's like we need to set that same intention with it. And mm-hmm. I think that's, what's missing. We kind of like lump it in, you know, like it's like, Oh, I'll just, I'll, you know, there's beautiful planners that have like gratitude on the bottom. Like that's great. Yeah. And like, if you lump it in with other things that you're changing everything all at once, you'll never know the impact of just the gratitude by itself. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so I think for me, that's always been, um, the big piece that's missing. It's like, if you can be super intentional, then you know why you're going back to it. You know, Mm -hmm. like in the same, if you know you're doing certain exercises because you know, it actually supports and impacts certain parts of your body, then you're going to go back to it over and over again, even if you don't see results right away. And so I think that's where sometimes we have to get so intentional with something like gratitude. And usually it's in the dark times, you know, like gratitude will be beneficial when we're feeling great. But when we're in a tough time, like if we can utilize something like gratitude to help support us, it's, we will feel the benefits of it because we know what we're doing to actually get us out of that, that mental space. I love it. That's awesome. Okay. So Shannon, where can everybody find you? So the business is called the motion of gratitude. Um, Right now we have an app where people can uh, actually access the 28 day gratitude initiative. 
So we've kind of combined a physical product and a digital experience okay. because I wanted it to feel like an experience for people as they're starting something new. So um, when if you were to go on and want to participate with the experience, you would get a physical product with your journal and some fun pieces to get you started, sent to your house, and then the experience would all be on the app where you could access it and kind of go through it at your own time and your own pace there. And can you do it multiple times, this experience? Yes, it's there for you over and over again. Um, And we're actually in the process of kind of building out the 2.0 of the app um, because so much of the feedback that I have gotten is, okay, now that I've kind of set this foundation, what's next? So Mm, we're wanting to introduce people to professionals and practitioners that can support them on this journey beyond. Because like you said, the the mental piece can sometimes be the catalyst to the physical piece. So it's like, okay, if you can get this mental piece, like to me, fitness took on a whole different meaning after I got very intentional with gratitude. So I'm like, now I know exactly why I'm doing this. So it's like, okay, then how can we help introduce people to these professionals that can support them beyond on this journey? Because that's not us. We're not these professionals, but we know incredible practitioners and professionals who can support people. So now we're building out that to, to kind of help people beyond that 28 days. Oh, that is amazing. I love it. I have loved this conversation. Me too. Thank you so much. This is, we have talked about so much from the the demands of motherhood, not wanting to take the time for ourselves, not feeling like we're worth it. Yes. Right. Everybody else is worth it. Yes. At the expense of us. No, it doesn't have to be that way. And I just love that you, you had this experience. Isn't it amazing that, that through this mess, has come this great message that you can take to other people. I love that. Yeah. Yes. I just, I love it so much. Okay. And in the show notes, I'm going to have your Instagram account. We'll have your website so that people can get in contact with you and ask you any questions. I would just strongly encourage you guys to follow uh, Shannon and to just, to experience this for yourself, to experience how just like we talked about, the situation didn't change. Yes but you decided you were going to show up differently for it, but you also needed tools. Yes. You can't just say, I'm yes. going to be different. Yes. I'm going to think differently. Yet Yesterday I was doing a live for nutrition yes. and I was talking to a woman who was saying she keeps having these fat loss phases that fail and fail. And I said, okay, so what are you going to do now? I'm going to do another fat loss phase. So what's going to be different this time? And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you keep, like you feel like you keep failing. Yes. So what's going to be different this yeah. time? I think a lot of times we do that. We're like, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm just going to do it again and hope yes. that there's yeah. a difference. Right. Yes. yes. So sometimes we need these extra tools yes. and I feel like we need each other and each other's experiences yes. so that we can learn where to get those tools from. Yes. I, I couldn't agree it. more. I love all of it. I love it. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for having me. This has been wonderful. It has been wonderful. I have loved it. I'll have to have you on again. S- sign me up. I'm okay. Here. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on the Lifting Lindsay podcast. You can check out the show notes to find out the website as well as Instagram account for Shannon and her business. And if you have any questions at all, I love responding to you guys. I love meeting you guys. You guys. Um, so you can always send me DMs at Lifting Lindsay. You can also go to liftinglindsay.com and check out my options I have there for optimizing your training programs. Have a wonderful week. Love you all.